All right, guys, welcome to Mellow Mushroom. My name is Sebastian Vargas. This is our first ever Beer Herd podcast, sitting with our general manager, Joe, here, trying out some beers. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, so uh, we have a co- any uh, special announcements going on, first off, right off the bat here for our first podcast. We've got a couple of things that we need to d- discuss and put out there. Um, tomorrow is Halloween, so happy Halloween to everybody. If you come to Mellow in costume, you will receive 15% off of your order, but you've got to be in costume. Um, that applies to alcohol and food, all of the above. Really, really fun. Um, on November. I will be in the kitchen, possibly, possibly. I mean, I mean, look for the big chef hat. I might come in my old chef clothes. We'll see how that goes. So, I mean, it gets pretty hot back there. Any uh, any after work costume? I have to open the next day, so no, no, no. no I will be be handing out candy to all the little kids in Cedar Rapids. All right, <laughs> if they're kids. even out that late. Right. <laughs> um, on eleven three, we've got another fundraiser with the Red Fern Dog Park, which is going to be really, really fun. Yeah, that's a new park, right, North Liberty, correct? Yeah, I believe it just opens. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, we've got Wolfables donating dog treats for that. So Absolutely. the first fifty people will get a little Wolf Wolfable dog treat in the shape of a dog paw that's purple. Uh, for bipartisans because it is um, that political election day season. Um, we actually made a cocktail for that too, didn't we? We did, yeah. The bipartisan also paired up with this uh, the dog park coming out too. Yeah, we did. Purple, just like our just like our dog treats. Yep, that's what we're going for for that red and blue mixture. Mm-hmm. Um, Eleven seven, which is a Saturday, we will have Brian Heron back for live music. Um, we're going to move that time up an hour. I think it's going to be yeah. here at 6 now. 6 o'clock, that's great. Yeah. And then um, on the 10th, we got another Mellow Mixology, which will be fun. Yes, Maybe we, we can uh, we can debut the Bipartisan and show people how yeah. to make it. Absolutely, yeah. And we definitely. And that's going to be Chloe's day, too, so she'll be featuring her new drink for that month. Actually, we'll let her do what she's doing. <laughs> so she's pretty good at drinks. Maybe we can do both. Maybe we can yeah. do both. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, like I said, I'm here with our general manager, Joe. So, Joe, uh, kind of get a little background about yourself. Uh, where are you from? How old are you? How'd you get here? Um, let's see. I am 28. Just turned 28 last Saturday. That's right. Yeah, it was your birthday. I feel a lot older than that. <laughs> um, I, I've done a lot of things in my life, but the only thing that ever stuck was cooking. So, I yeah. mean, I started my career in restaurants with cooking. I went to culinary school and... And from there, I started developing a long logistics for um, back of house stuff. Just watching a business grow on a spreadsheet is what really intrigues me. Yeah. So. Did you? Uh, what got you into cooking? I guess. Uh, do you just fine dining style cooking too that you do, or you kind of um, like the quick and quick pace? Well, I like the creativity for one. Mm-hmm. I like to learn new things, try new things, different techniques and stuff like that. But. Um, like, like I said, I've done a lot of things and the only thing that ever stuck was cooking. So, I mean, I used to de-stress at home. Like, I'm telling you, at like 16 years old, I was driving a forklift for Ross and loading the semis and I'd still go home and try to create dishes I saw on TV. Yeah. So, one day I was just like, screw it, let's, let's go to culinary school. Come a long way since driving, driving the <laughs> Yes. I don't even know forklift. if I could still drive one yeah. if I got on one today. It would be uh, fun to try, fun to see it. Hey, it would be really fun. Uh, you came, you're not from Iowa originally, are you? No, back in 2018, we, my partner and I moved from California up and across, and yeah. Across the country, yeah, to yeah. a completely different area of the U.S. here. Different lifestyle, I'm sure. I like it a lot more. Yeah. I like it a lot more, especially with everything going on right now. I feel more comfortable here than I would over there, so. And you're through at least one winter. So, I mean, kudos to you, two winters now, coming hey, up on our third. 2018 was a pretty bad winter. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I made it through that one. I think I can be prepared for everything else coming up. Pretty acclimated to that Iowa weather now. Right, huh? right. Um, so now let's talk about a little bit about beer. And your first first time trying beer, kind of what was that like for you? Did you like beer right off the bat? Was it kind of something you really had to grow into? 
I used to be a liquor drinker, I would say. Yeah. I, I wasn't really a beer guy. Um, I guess as you grow older, your, your taste buds change a little bit. Definitely. So, I mean, I, I used to be like a Bud Light drinker, Modelo drinker when I started beer, and, and now I like like the heavier IPAs and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, my, my tastes have evolved yeah. over the years. What kind of liquor did you, what was your liquor of choice then? Uh, vodka or whiskey. <laughs> All right. Those two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I, I fashioned myself a whiskey drinker for sure. Not much of the vodka, but we can sit here and talk about whiskey any day. Right. Um, so we do have a couple beers in front of us now. Um, so the way this podcast works is we're each going to, uh, myself and the guests here, we have to, we're each going to pick three different beers. Um, we're both going to sample those beers. We're going to kind of go through the different look, the smell, the taste, kind of the mouthfeel, everything about beer that you would really like to know, but you can't experience it yourself. So we'll get you the, some of those taste buds firing. Um, so today, I'm going to let Joe introduce his three beers, and then we'll do my three beers next. Well, actually, you know what, beforehand, do we have a couple new beers out this week? I think we do. Uh, every we week, a couple on. We did, yes. Yeah. So every week, we're releasing new kegs on Monday, so look out for those guys before we get into our beers. Um, real quick, I'm going to list off some of the beers that we had just come out this week, so you guys know what kind of beers we're even putting on here at Mellow. Um, so right now, we've got a Peace Tree Grapefruit No Coast IPA that came out uh, just Monday as well. Our Gazellic Liquid Hug Mexican Lager. Jacked Up Cider came out with a pumpkin pie, so we definitely grabbed that and put it on this week. Founders Oktoberfest, a very nice, very classy Oktoberfest. Great mouthfeel, a lot of great malt to it. Um, single speed Zach's Mexican Donut, always a fan favorite coming out again this year. Uh, so I put that out there. I think this one was from early 2020. Yeah. So we aged it just a little bit, but we didn't want to age it too long. It's not something that, not bourbon barrel age or anything, nothing that's going to develop too much, but um, aged age it a little bit. And then we also put on a Kelowna Double Dry Hopped Hazy IPA. I think that's a new one for them, isn't it? A new it? one for them too, yeah. So yeah. Uh, come on out, at least give that one a try for sure. If you haven't tried any of the other ones, give those a try. Jacked up, always great cider, pumpkin pie. It's, it's pumpkin pie season right now too. And we got apple pie coming on next week, so. Look out for those two. Um, but let's keep moving on. Our three beers. What you got from Joe? I went with three staples that are always on the menu because I want people to know what's permanently there. And then obviously we have rotating ones too. Um, I went for Barntown Neon. That's awesome. kind of my go-to with sure. when it comes to beers and stuff like that. Um, I usually start with the Neon and then move around to heavier things. Um, what I like about the Neon is that citrus that comes through. Um, I really like the sweetness too. It's got a very smooth mouthfeel at the end and I'm actually going to try yeah, some. Yeah, let's give it a sip I've already here. been sipping on it. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw you drinking there earlier in the interview. That was great. Mm. So we're trying the Barntown Neon right now and yeah, you're right. A lot of citrus, sweeter than some of the other IPAs you get. This is a hazy too, right? Yeah, hazy IPA. I, this is just a go-to for me because it's smooth, it's easy to drink, and, and it's a good starter beer. I mean, one or two of these you can upgrade to an 11% or anything like that. You can right. ready for that double dry hop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything like that. That's, that's my go-to. I mean, even two or three of these, and you're, you're feeling pretty good, too. So. Yeah. And, and we hear the word IPA, or you hear that kind of title stapled onto a beer. You get kind of intimidated, especially for us non-beer drinkers. Yeah. But you're right. This is a great first starter beer. Yeah. Uh, especially I mean, for even for an IPA, even for a hazy, it's still very light. Yes, absolutely. So. Yeah. What do we got next here? Um, well, I've got two selections. I'm trying to figure out what I want next on my palate, a sour or a imperial stout, but um, uh, we'll go with the stout. I went with a New Holland Dragon's Milk. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. That, that's, that, everybody knows Dragon's Milk, so right. I really don't have to explain too much about that. Um, it's got a very velvety mouthfeel to it, and it's got a lot of roasted malt and vanilla undertones. I'm yes. going to go ahead and try some of that. So. So, for, for New Holland Dragon's Milk being such a staple across the country, you make it sound much more classy than it, it seems to be, I guess. <laughs> but you're right, yeah, There's a, it's pretty smooth. It's, but, it's, I mean, everything that I just addressed is there in the first drink. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's just... And that's why it is. It's year-round at a lot of different places. You yeah. find it so readily available. People do love this one. 
be right. Yeah. yeah, that's why we keep it on. I mean, that's that's one of my first go-tos when somebody asks for a stout. I mean, obviously we've got a lot of barrel age and a lot of fun stuff from back pocket right now. But I mean, I, I go to the New Holland Jack because it's right. so good. So good, and it's got that nice round sweetness. Like a lot yeah. of bourbon barrel age, sometimes they're really spicy. They have a lot yeah. of alcohol burn to them. But this one, smooth. You're right. It's sort of I mean, even for a double imperial stout, it's very smooth. Oh yeah, that, that sure. velvety mouthfeel is there. Yes, it's definitely. got body to it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. I would say uh, some of the other the bourbon barrel stouts that we have now here too is actually the Kentucky Barrel, uh, Kentucky Bourbon Stout, and the Canadian Bourbon Bourbon Stout from Founders. Again, kind of some uh, a little more going on to it, but same along the lines of that bourbon bourbon barrel uh, kind of feel to it. Did we put on any new stouts? I thought you put on that coconut Merlin. Yeah, I did put on a coconut Merlin. We put on last week actually. Yeah, and that nice. one's from Firestone Walker. That's I think a that's an old one too. We aged say, that, we for aged that one for a little bit. Yeah, definitely because that's all aged from last year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you come out and try out all of the new ones. We've been aging a couple of these um, stouts. So as we put them on, we'll get posts out on social media. Make sure you get out and try them out. Yeah, definitely. Um, now I'm gonna switch up the palate and go for a. Um, a completely different flavor here. Yeah, you said you had a sour, is that <laughs> yeah, what I heard? Yeah, I grabbed an Exile Beatnik because that's been a staple on our menu since I first started here at Mellow. And I mean, a lot of my kitchen employees drink it. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty big go-to when it comes to sours. I like to always reference that because it's a, a, a permanent on our menu regardless of everything else we have rotating right. on and off. Um, it, it's got that acidity to it. It makes you pucker just a little bit. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and go in there with that one. Yes, that was great. And I think that I like that you were the acidity and pucker because absolutely, Beatnik Sour is a staple sour. It is yep. pretty damn sour. And, and for yep. just being a sour, nothing else to it, that is as sour as they come. Um, but it's a fun one for sure. I mean, after that stout. <laughs> yeah, really, I had to get a little palate yeah. cleanser with the neon there. I had to take a little extra sip. Yeah, after that stout, you really ch- taste all mm-hmm. of the acidity. But this is, yeah, you're absolutely right. That beanic is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's tart, it's sour, it's got that acidity. It makes mm-hmm. you pucker a little bit. I mean, if that's right up your alley, then the Exile Beatnik is just for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, kind of what other sours do I have right now? We have Jeremy the Giant Peach, too. That's a rotating one, not year-round. But right now we have them on, too, and that's another good kind of desserty sour that we've got. But that, that, that Beanic, I'm actually kind of a big fan of it. And I'm, I don't down like goes Frasier's, too. Down goes the Frasier. It's a goza, though. A goza, yeah. So a little bit more of the saltiness to it added yeah. onto that acidity. But it's good. It kind of helps balance out some of that, that sourness, that puckeriness. Yeah. Um, I know we have a couple more, too. Thin-skinned. Thin-skinned, yeah. Is that a fruit? That one was a nice one, too, from Lionbridge out of yeah. Cedar Rapids. Um, Not even a fruited sour, though. I can't yeah. remember. We also have our pineapple cherry swirl from Big Grove. Yes. That one was a new one. Yes. On. So yeah. we scooped that one up towards the end of the season, but it is delicious. You have got to try that yeah. one. Yeah. There are a couple breweries around here that I've been doing, like, sour series, and I've been really into them. Back Pocket did their sour series, the Smoothie Sour the smoothie Series. Smoothie Sour Series is good. Um, who else? Uh, Demetrius just told me about another one, too, that was doing... Oh, Lime, I guess it was Limebridge. Yeah, so Lime Bridge, Yes, Yeah, so they, they've also done Sour Series and Big Grove. They've all locally yep. done a lot of Sour Series. And they came out really, really good. popular right now. What, what I like most about the, the back pocket versions is the... Um, how do I explain that? I mean, the body or the thickness to it. Yeah. It's, it's more of a thicker liquid than yeah. a regular beer. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Lekuliak or the Pumpkin Pie from Jacked Up, but better. Like, yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you the little secrets to those, actually. For your beer listeners, I hope, I hope you're paying attention. So if you want that kind of that velvety feel to in those sours, they add lactose. And that's what Back Pocket does to theirs. But on the contrary, when you're doing ciders, uh, what Jacked Up does is they add uh, Greek yogurt and butter. And so that's how they get some of that, that thickness to it, that viscosity yep. that you really kind of like in your mouth. I, like, I really enjoy about yeah. the beers, too. I mean, and that milkshake that. sour series with that lactose, so good. They do that with a lot of stouts, too, to kind of help sweeten yeah. those up. 
Yeah, but those yeah, are good. I wonder if they're sure. coming out with anything else for that series. I don't know, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen any posts of these. I haven't either, but... but we'll, we'll try and stay up to date. At least if we get another... If they pop out with another one, we'll try and snag a keg or yeah. two. But, uh, um... In regards to beer, isn't there, like, a new beer herd I hear going around? Yes, so we are in the works of finalizing. We're almost done. I, I, we're about to release it. We'll let you guys know when. Um, but it's very simple. When you guys come in, um, you guys buy a beer or two, whatever it is, even wine, uh, cocktails. We expanded it out a little bit. Uh, we'll take your phone number and we'll get you points. Uh, super easy. A lot of great gifts. A lot of great stuff you can get for, for a lot of few, very cheap points. But it's a, we're excited to get it going. Um, and we'll keep everybody posted for sure. And, and if you're a, a member of the old beer herd, is there a way to vote on points and stuff like that? One more time. Um, if you're a member of the old beer herd, is there yeah. a way to like voice your opinion for the points that were accumulated and stuff yes. like that? I think we have a poll out on Facebook. I say a lot right of now. people were pretty upset about maybe not finishing off or at least finalizing what happened with that last beer herd. So yes, that is correct. If you are part of our old beer herd, please go to our Facebook. Um, we we tried to send out an email to everybody that we had emails for, but of course, things happen. We lost a lot of emails, um, but we were really trying. So go to our Facebook if you haven't yet and vote on that, on the ways we can handle that. Because we do have a couple options on there for you to take a vote on. We want your opinion. We really do. We want to make sure you guys aren't uh, just kind of being left out in the void. And then we'll kind of keep going on with this new beer herd and get you guys some more rewards on the way. Very exciting. Very exciting. Well, hey, thanks for having me today. Oh, almost done yet. We're not yet. We still have three more beers. Oh, wait. I we're not done yet. getting ahead of myself. That's right. I was going to say, we, this show still goes and goes. We're, we're, almost, we're only halfway done. So now it's my turn for beers. So again, that's the way our show is going to work. We're going to start off with three guest beers and three mellow, three of my beers. So today, I brought us uh, a couple other staples that we also have year-round. So the ones that we're going to start off with this podcast uh, are going to be kind of our year-rounds. We kind of, at least that we have these established. Everybody it's the Alaskan knows. Amber. It is. Hey. <laughs> that was a great guess. Watch out. It was, that, it was between that and the 90 shilling. And I was like, we'll do the ass. I almost grabbed that, too. I was I just like, so. oh, you know, I need to get a red ale. And the <laughs> other one is going to be pretty close because you were grabbing, you think about grabbing the pseudo, so you grabbed the Pompeii. Yep. See, I thought <laughs> yeah. about it. I was looking at them. Um, so, okay. Yeah, so my three beers uh, are going to be the Topping Goliath Pompeii, our Alaskan Amber, and our Kona Big Wave. Nice. Uh, these, I mean, come on. They're, 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 they're just great, consistent, solid beers. Uh, and we'll kind of get into those little by little here. But, yes, again. We're going to go over just for our, uh, our year-round beers for the first couple podcasts. Uh, we're, the next couple people we have on are going to be our, some of our bartenders and a couple more staff that we're going to get to know a little more personally uh, and then get to know our year-round beers as well. So let's take a start with our Kona Big Wave. Um, this is a golden ale. This one's out of Hawaii, uh, the, the Kalua Kona Island of Hawaii. 4.4%, IBU of 21. Super low. It's golden. It's crisp. It's clean. Um, so for those like Bud Light drinkers out there, that like that lighter beer, that like a golden crisp, this is my suggestion. This is what I would I would present to them. I don't know how you feel about it. You know, Kona's not my first choice. Mm-hmm. There's a little but I will say a lot of our customers ask for it. Yeah. A lot of our customers ask for it. And um, we look at the difference between some of these these lagers and ales, and we talk about uh, this Kona Big Wave is, an, is a golden ale. Um, and we'll say the lagers of a Miller Lite and a Coors Light aren't going to have the same profile. They're they're brewed at a much colder temperature, which means yeah. you're not going to get some of those bitterness that the hops have to offer. Um, so this one definitely, if you're if you're a Bud Light fan, which that one's a little more ale rather than your your Kona, your Coors or your Miller, this one's probably going to be more up your alley for sure. It does have a little bit of hot bite to it, a little grapefruit to it, but yeah. it's sweet. It's still nice and sweet. I like the grapefruit too. Um, and definitely if this is colder, oh, excuse me, if this is a colder glass, I mean, I have these kind of sitting out here before our interview, so they've warmed up a little bit, you get some of those bitter notes, but right out of the tap, that thing is fresh, it's good, it's clean, uh, it's great to sip on big gulps in the summer. Uh, next we'll go to our Alaskan Amber. 
In Amber IPA. Now backed by popular demand. <laughs> now for a while we could not get this because of all of the uh, things going on right now. Yes. And we finally have it back. And let me tell you, our customers were so happy. Yes, Alaskan Amber is a big one. This again out of Alaska, 5.3%, 18 IBU. So even lower than the big wave. Oh, it's a German beer, isn't it? German style, kind of, yeah. With the at least with the way that they put a lot of their, their malts and use more malts and sell in their beer, yeah, I would definitely say it's more more where you'd find kind of like a Marzen. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the amber stuff. So Fat Tire is going to be somewhere along this lines. Uh, Odell 90 Shilling, I mentioned that before, is going to be another yeah. one that's a red red or an, uh, an amber. Um, but it's it's not a bad one either. I kind of prefer an Alaskan Amber or a 90 Shilling or a Red Ale towards the fall. Yeah. Uh, kind of matches the colors, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit warmer. That malt kind of adds some sweetness, balances it out does. some of those hops. And I, I do like that in the beers. Yeah, that, that stands out a lot mm-hmm. in my first drink. And all these have some pretty similar mouthfeel. Um, the Golden Ale is still a little bit, a uh, little more sharp, I would say, compared to the Alaskan Amber. The Alaskan is going to be sweeter, a little more kind to you. Uh, and then the last one we have here is going to be our Topping Life Pompeii. Another one of my uh, favorites. Can't go wrong with TG. I know. Topping Goliath out of Decorah, Iowa. Uh, this is a 50 IBU, so right in the middle range there, 5.8%. So it's still, you know, it's just a solid beer again. Um, and this is the label. Anna, if you're listening. Yes. What's up? You guys are awesome. <laughs> Shout out to our, our Topping Goliath reps. Um, this, these one, this is a great beer. This is one of my favorites. It's technically li- labeled as an IPA, but to be honest, I kind of market it as a pale ale. Um, the pseudo Sioux, I feel like, is more of a pale ale when it's labeled as an IPA. But they're all, I mean, they're super really good. I love really that good. piney. Yes. It really comes through. Mm-hmm. And it's a clean, crisp piney. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. I think some of the, some of the IPAs, they, they try to mix in too many hops to get this kind of piney flavor. And they kind of muddle it up. But this yeah. is a clean one. Um, very, very clean and crisp. And I'm not the biggest fan of piney, earthy IPAs, but I definitely, Pompeii is the exception. Are yeah. you, everyone's got an exception for every, everything that they don't like, most, mostly. But this is my exception for sure. Big fan of this one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. See, it, it's weird. So I would, I would probably start with a, a Neon and then move on to a Pompeii. Yeah. Even though like the ABV is relatively the same, the mouthfeel, the texture, the flavor is a little different. Yeah, for sure. I think you're right. I would definitely start with a Neon and then go to the Pompeii. Probably the IBUs are going to be a little bit lower when we're looking at the, the Neon compared to the Pompeii. Yeah. Well, those are going to be our six samples today. So we went through, Joe, if you want to run through your list real quick of the three that you had. I did a Barntown Neon, the New Belgium Dragon's Milk, and the um, Exile Beatnik. Yes, that's right. New Holland Dragon's Milk, just in case. New Holland Dragon's Milk, the Beatnik Sour, and I just forgot Barntown you said Neon. Barntown Neon. Thank you. And then my three were the Toppling Goliath, Pompeii, Alaskan Amber, and Kona Big Wave. So those great are our six beers. Yeah, great solid beers. Come in and try them. Um, and it, we can always take it from there too, ask our bartenders, ask your server, we'll help you guys find some new beers as well. Definitely. I mean, we've got flights, so you can yes, get do a couple flights. different ones yeah. you want to try four them out. Four beers in those flights. Four, we've four got that samples. huge big screen TV if you want to come watch the game yes. and enjoy that flight. Absolutely. Um, and then remember, football. tomorrow's Halloween, so that's a big deal. Come in and get that 15% off. Take advantage, bring your family out. I mean, grab some beers, have some fun. Yes, that's right. And then also look out for in 2021, we'll start doing some more tab takeovers. Uh, we'll bring our brew reps, on, our beer reps onto this channel as well, have some interviews with them. Um, and then again, yeah, look out next week. We got our bartenders and some of our staff members coming on as well. It's going to get very exciting. 
Yes. Very exciting. I wonder if we can start talking about wines and stuff too. Absolutely, yes. One of the things we are going to be talking about here, so stay tuned, is uh, whiskey for sure. I talked to Cedar Ridge the other day, and they are very down to doing a sampling oh, with us and having an interview. So yeah, so uh, look out for that one. I'm going to be here for that one. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I'll I'm make just sure you see like on the sidelines trying out all of those. Definitely. Yeah. We'll have a, we'll get a couple extra microphones. I know a lot of people are going to be want to be part of that one. Right. Uh, so look out for that one coming up too. Yes, we will. But hey, thanks for your time today. Yeah, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a happy Halloween. Happy weekend. And enjoy. Thank you guys for listening to the Mellow Mushroom Beer Herd podcast. Yep.